this uh, recording will be different than any of the others. And I would think different than any that are in the future. I don't know. I didn't ex expect this to be at all. And I just simply put, I have to say what, not what has happened, what is happening. And will have happened by the time that almost for sure anyone hears this. There's a part of my family, not immediate family, but real close, that a man that is not even 40 years old, and he has a family, and he is passing away as we speak. I can't help and I know when you hear this that, but I have, that is what's happening right now. Just as well as I'm sitting here looking at Colossians, what I've been looking at already, I didn't know it would be this timing, but I could wait, but something in me was well, and what, why? I, I don't know. I just have to go ahead and do this program. Because it's Saturday, and that's generally... So, he says here in Colossians 3, If you're risen with Christ, and this man is a believer, strong believer, uh, If you're risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits at the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. And when you look at what Paul's saying here, he's not talking about, um, at least some translations, one, and they're paraphrased. They're not a translation in what I would call uh, word for word at all. King James and others, uh, some of the earlier NIV and stuff, most, you know, and new King James, they change some words. That's, that's not what I'm saying. A paraphrase is, uh, it, <laughs> it depends what they think and they can make it almost say not all the time most some of the times it's so clear they have to kind of paraphrase translate slash what i think in some way that it's helpful in the way it makes it real to you more so like the living bible they used to call i don't know there's several versions now there's so many i don't know but i'm saying 40 years or 30 years when they started coming out translations I still sometimes have to tell myself everybody's not reading King James. But most of them don't say what I read, at least in one paraphrase. And I'm not being critical. I'm just saying this has made me think about everything real clear, real quick, what I was going to say already. But the fact of what's happening now, uh, I'm more confident than ever. I, I, I don't see. They said, uh, if you're saved and belong to him, then... Uh, let the riches and treasures and joys and pleasures of heaven fill your mind. Let the thoughts of heaven fill your heart. I, I, I see. I have trouble with that, but but not that that's not possible or a good you know. But where Christ sits at the right hand of God, uh, I'm from above. You're from beneath. Set your heart on things above. Just because it uses the word things. Uh, that's a very well simple, but like the or that or or this, it it's just a call it a definite article, but it means like 
And I'm not being disrespectful. John said it's used, like in uh, one of his letters there, he said, um, I guess the first letter, that from the beginning which we heard, that which we heard. He means him. Who? <laughs> so the things here, like Peter said, the things, uh, if you have these things, you'll bear much fruit. If you don't have things, that means love. And Paul's talking about here, just sentences, verses later, have Above all things, have love, which is the bond of completeness and the peace of God rule in your heart. If you're risen with Christ, seek those things above where he sits at the right hand of God. I could argue that literally. I believe the Father and Son have always had spiritual bodies. They are made in that image of spirit, soul, and body, although they are divinely eternal that way. That's where we have from the new spirit put in us that belongs to him all that coming, that's all inheritance of that spirit, spirit, soul, and body. There is a natural body. There is a spiritual body. That's what he means. The body that is is not the one that shall be, but it'll be like it, but it'll be so much more. Anyway, I don't believe he's, he, he's in Second Corinthians 5, I think he talks about when this body will have a heavenly body. I don't think he means here. Paul's writing this here in Colossians. Uh, set your mind and heart on that new body. Because he said to them, that's what you do is worry about that, the body and this and that. Remember what he said, move on to perfection. The elementary things, the milk, yeah, but move on to them. There is no question what he means. It's just what he's saying here. Love, it's all about that. The Lord said, one commandment I give you, love each other as I've loved you. And if you love me, you will do that. And if you're not doing that, you don't love me. And it's a hard commandment. And I've been heard it said, oh, it's impossible. And then I've heard it said, yeah, but why would he give us a commandment he couldn't keep? Then I read in here that I ignored so long as a Bible teacher. It's a shame, I know, but I did in that he says, when you want it with all your heart, it's like Dorothy. She couldn't go home, <laughs> but all she had to do is click those shoes and she goes home. All you got to do is not doubt, want it with all your heart. It doesn't mean have faith. Well, no, I don't doubt. I don't doubt. I believe it all. No, it's you you get rid of the darkness you 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 want to with all your heart and the moment you do you have because he lives in you and you really are him as you and now that's a hard thing to wake up to but that's what paul says all the time and he said to timothy you know my teaching and they also it's recorded in here they said yeah you're hard too and your letters are real hard. And some of them didn't want him to preach there anymore. And he said, at least towards the end, after, somewhere there, maybe he had learned, like he said, learn to be content. But he said, I've learned not to care. I care very little what you think about what I say. Because he told me this. And I'm responsible. Woe and if, to me if I don't tell you what he said and it's not how to be saved and believe it's to believers how to live so therefore holy and beloved forbear one another forgive each other above all things love as christ forgave and loves you see that let let it dwell in you that's what he's talking about if you're risen with christ so at the right hand of god even people don't want to literally look at it 
Well, that's all right. And he became flesh and blood, I know. But still, I believe that was him. And uh, I still say, however you want to look at it, even at the most uh, <laughs> paraphrasing way, uh, he sitting at the right hand of God is, is a place of power and authority, that phrase. Oh, I sit at the right hand of the president. Well, he don't have no hands. Well, it doesn't matter. I sit on his right hand. I'm his right-hand man, see. And and I don't hate to say that, but I mean in our terms, that's what you'd say. But all this study about the resurrection and him approving and giving himself and being approved, sacrificed, and, and making the way, and then I'll come and live in you and give you eternal life. You'd be born again, a new spirit. Then you can have a new soul and body if you want it because you're going to have the choice and then we're going to say well why why that why so hard they said that in the garden what's the problem here why are you doing this making it so hard that's all the reason i know they blamed him when he said what happened here well woman you made snake you made fruit you made you put it there what's going on that's what the serpent said <clears throat> i'm you know just got a question seems to be a problem here he said you could eat of all the fruit except one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we eat the one and we die. See, we can't eat that. Well, okay, but why did he say that? Why, why do you think he would do that? Huh. And then there you go. If if you love someone with all, and I'm not blaming them. They were perfect creatures, but that defines and shows the point that I always make. That's the problem is the creature, or else he wouldn't replace the spirit. He indeed would just forgive your sins and take you to heaven. And I know a lot of people think that's about what it is, but he says, if I don't live in you, you have no life. And it's not with you. He said the spirit's been with you to those men. It doesn't mean believing in him. They did. But he said, you must be born again. You must have a new spirit put in you. And I remember when that happened to me at 28 years old. I was old enough and lost enough to certainly know what that was. And I thought about it, and I thought I, I would say the same thing Paul said. And at that point, I wouldn't even know he said that. But it's me, but it's not me. Everybody, I, People did say, it's you, but it's not you. What? Well, because my heart had been changed. Yeah, I still was me, but it wasn't me. That I don't know. I don't know, I, like I say. But anyway, um, I, this phrase, set your affection, and what I'm going through, or I'm going through, what is happening right now in the family, uh, and it, it's not weeks or days, it's hours. So it's very real, very real. And I... Um, uh, this word, though, set your affection, uh, set, is one word in the original language. One word. And it, and, and it doesn't mean affection. And I don't know, sometimes I, I, I'm not smart enough to be a translator like these men were in King James, all that. They were under threat of uh, life, I think, as if I understood it correctly, of uh, intentionally changing something in order to make it mean something. They knew that word didn't mean that. Well, not it might influence how they translate. Yeah, they couldn't help it. But as it were, they were committed to doing the very best they could to just purely translate it, not, not worry as to whether they liked it or not, that kind of thing. So, uh, as w and, and it's inspired, I understand that. I believe that, because it is. And 
Known unto him are all his works from the beginning. And in the beginning he was. And so those things are all true. So he's saying if you belong to him, then set your affection. And the word for affection that the translators use in other places mean what we would probably think. And one of them is to cherish something. Uh, and another one is to, uh, actually the word for the N-word, the, what do you say, the your uh, kidneys or your, in, uh, there's, you know, your in, in your gut, your, your, your affection deep, your emotional or uh, natural affection that everybody has, you know, as it were, I don't know, natural affection, the one, that kind of affection and affection that comes deep inside. And another one was affection that's on kind of different path pathological pathos but uh that that it's inordinate that's what it was inordinate effects and see those are one word inordinate that that's what in the original language in greek that's what's really can i say cool about it is that uh one word gives you a lot of information and is made up of maybe two or three words and different endings and all kinds of stuff and it it's pretty strange it's called the most scientific language and it is as far as language very clear now i'm wasting time i'm sorry uh but it says set your affection and that's one word it means not those meanings that i just read those and why they use it here i don't know but here the word means for an echo it means to exercise the mind and you say well what exercise the mind yeah that's what it means if you belong to him then seek and that pretty much means that make it your destination uh, you, you make it your objective those things which are above where he is where he sits at the right hand of god and he's not i don't believe talking at all about the riches and treasure of heaven like i said john said they wasn't there no more but who's what's always there god and christ at the right hand except and even when he was here, he said, no man's ascended except the man or except he who came down from heaven, uh, the, the son of man who is in heaven. But when he was broken and made sin, I do believe that that's when the Lord, the father would say, no, he's still at my right hand. Like the Lord said, I'm still there. But there came that moment when he was broken, I believe, and made sin. And for that moment, he wasn't there as it was. But what he did, he was accepted, and he sat down forever at the right hand of God, having accomplished not only forgiveness of sins, but the way to live in us and give us his life to make us eternal beings and have eternal life. So exercise your mind. The root of it means to... Uh, uh, you say, talk about thinking out of the box, think in the box, uh, rein it in like a horse or curb it in or fence it in, box it in. And that's the root meaning of it. And then it means do that to your mind. You say, wow, do it to your mind. Well, it's doing that all the time. You think about it. You're thinking about uh, this or that. Well, you're boxing in your mind its potential like going down a million different roads. That car, it's, it don't know. It's going down whatever road you point it down, as it were. So you say, make it go down this road over and over and again. Paul's saying, make your mind, uh, exercise it, fence it in to think on things where Christ sits at the right hand of God, what he's done for you, who he is, what he means. Therefore, beloved, put on love, have love. 
The Lord said, one commandment I leave you, abide in my love like I abide in his love. We're going to make our abode in you. That's the noun of the word abide. And I have to say, mansions, and I will say this, is to me the worst translation in the King James. I may not say it in, I don't know, in the NIV, I didn't look. But, but anyway, that word got stuck in my mind. Is Oh, we have a mansion. Well, that's a great cathedral architecture. It goes beyond holding people to preach to. And everybody knows that. So the average church is not. So a mansion, it puts in there, oh, wow, it's, it's more than just a home. Because I, I don't need a home. And I don't. You know, who needs a home there in heaven? Really? For what? For what? <laughs> to open the door and let somebody in? I mean, I'm, I'm, I, but really, I mean, and then though you say, no, it's not, it's, it's a mansion. It's a great monument. To <laughs> and when he said, I go there to make a place, a living place for you. That's the best translation. Say a living place. And when I make that place, my father and I will come back and make our mansion in you. Very same word, abode. Why are they translated abode and then mansion in the same? I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> Above all things, put on love, which is completeness in him. See, that's what he's talking about. Then whatever you do and say, do it in him, in his love, in his wisdom. Because like he says here in Colossians, you're complete in him. That's a truth that has to be understood. You don't add to him. Out of your faith, bring forth fruit, is what Peter, out of, he's the author and finisher of our faith. We're his workmanship. We are complete in him. It can't be any other way. He did that because the creature in and of itself is not God, and only God is good. So the creature is, excuse me, but ungodly, perfectly ungodly. That's and that's what I say. They say, well, you should have made him. That's what they were silly, I guess, blaming him. You should have made us where we wouldn't sin. <laughs> and give you choice, too, and awareness. I don't know. See, that's uh, there again. But I want to finish this out now, and I'm trying not to go over time. So bear with me now in what I'm saying. He's saying, exercise your mind. So do that. That's what he's saying. I'm not saying it. but uh, And he, right before they saying, Touch not, taste not, handle not. Don't do that. That all perishes and goes away and works and all this. And he says four times in this chapter, let no man beguile you in chapter two. So you start out and he says to the Colossians, I've heard of your faith and love for all the saints and the hope that you have laid up for you in heaven, not to be saved, but to have fruit. And he goes on to say, uh, and he, I haven't even seen you face to face, but I love you. And he saved you. And he talks about him being the image of God, creating all things like John does in the first chapter of his gospel. Then he goes down here and he says, you're his body. He's made peace and reconciled you. And it's a mystery, though, Christ in you, he says in, in uh, 128, uh, 126, which Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's our hope is what we have given to us. That's what we make profit with. Come unto me and buy gold. It'll come through the fire, and I've given to you a measure of the Spirit to profit with, and you profit by living in it. That's the only way you can't add to that. You have to be in faith. And that means, like the Lord said, if you got one little ray of darkness, I'm sorry you're full of darkness. You must get rid of that, and you can only do that, I believe, 
supernaturally by wanting it and then that you realize that's who you are i'll never forget here not that long ago when he moved on me in a way second only to when i was saved and i realized that and i still struggle with it now but at least i woke up so let me read this this is what my friend wrote that may or may not be alive i don't know but but it made me think about this exercise your mind and set your heart on love therefore brethren put on love he says put off the old man that's anything but that and put on love and exercise your mind to think about him sitting at the right hand that'll get you started on it that's what he's saying so i'm sorry i I, i'm i'm not angry i'm just here's what i'm going to read this I am not sure how to say this. Some of you will hear this before I die, and some of you will hear it after I have passed away. He wrote this recently, needless to say. I'm not sure how to say this. Some of you will read this before I die. Some of you will read it after I've passed away. Regardless of when you hear this, Please know I have written this for a reason. And I can't read the whole thing. I don't want to. The people that know me know exactly what I'm talking about. The people that don't, don't. And that's the way it is. I understand that. And so I'm not, I, I understand privacy, believe me. <laughs> and, uh, but here he says, here's what to me he says in, in the whole, this is what I want to read. Through all of this, I began to realize something. God loves my family more than I ever could. They belong to Him. He loves them beyond my love. He blessed me for a time to be with them on this earth temporarily. But He was always there and will be once I'm gone. As much as I loved all of them, I know He loved them more my eyes were opened my eyes were opened to all the people god has surrounded us with who love us deeply and they are believers all of them people who have walked with me every step of this way and then have stepped into my shoes when I was gone. If you have heard what I've said, I'm asking you to be my replacement. <laughs>